Yo, what's good, y'all? The NBA is back. Got my boy Julian. We're gonna do our little previews like we always do. What's up, bro? You ready? Nothing much, bro. Yes, NBA is finally fucking back, bro. I'm so happy. You have no idea. I know how this is the way I feel about the NBA is how you feel about the NFL. I, I mean, love uh, the NBA. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I like the NBA though. I fuck with it. And and this year, I mean, I know we have a couple of teams that are favorites, but I still think it's another wide open year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 don't have a Warriors or Heat like we've had in years prior. I mean, I, I get again, we got the Nets, not the Lakers, but anything can happen with those two teams. And we'll just go into the East real quick. Um, you know, your top ten teams. We're going by top ten because you know that's the playoffs, that's the playing game, all that. So I'll let you go ahead. What's your one through ten? If you have uh, it on. we're talking we're, we're talking the the east yeah east first okay cool obviously number and we can go like you know you say your one or do you <clears> want me to just go say my top 10 and then you say your top we can 10 go, we can go back and forth that's fine all right cool cool for sure well number one for me is obviously brooklyn nets i know you briefly touched you know the war there's no warriors there's no heat here but obviously the closest to that is the brooklyn nets even if Kyrie doesn't play james Harden is a stud dude i hate james Harden, but the man yeah. can play some basketball and if he's gonna be a point guard, it's really he was looking like he was looking like a beast in Houston as a yeah. point guard. Now it's just adding KD into the mix and you know uh, a healthy Blake Griffin and Marcus Aldridge and then boys like this. This team is is gonna be good, and I think even if a couple of them sit out a couple of games, I think they have enough depth to still win some games. Mm-hmm. So I think Brooklyn is the by far clear cut number one team in the East. See, I I was going that way, but. I have Milwaukee number one. Um, I feel like they're going to have a fuck you type season. I know, including both of us. We, we both said, I mean, yeah, they got lucky with health. And Brooklyn will take the number one seed and they'll go into the finals next year. But I just feel like Milwaukee, especially with what Giannis did in the playoffs last year, the, the steps that he took and what he's looking like in preseason. And again, you can't take preseason. But his jumper actually looks clean. Like, hit. His jumper is actually looking good. I don't know if you've seen it, but he's actually, you know, a lot more fluent. It looks, like I said, it just looks crispy, bro. Like, it's a clean-ass jump shot. And with what he did in the playoffs last year, dominating everybody in every series, uh, I just feel like Milwaukee's going to have another one of those regular seasons where they have, you know, close to 60 wins, if not 60 wins, and they have the best record in the league. And it's just kind of a fuck you year. You thought you thought we were just good because of the health. Like, all right, watch this. And, you know, Giannis and them boys go off. And I have Milwaukee number one in the East. Oof. I mean, I, it's not a shocker, really. I mean, yeah. Milwaukee's still good. They kept the majority of their pieces together. Um, so, I mean, let's just get to it, man. I have them at number two, to be mm-hmm. quite honest with you. It's close. I, I do think that uh, the addition of the Nets having Cam Thomas, Dude, I didn't know this was until like previous days, like weeks. Yeah. Um, I have them winning the whole, th- like not winning the whole thing, but I have them really number one because of him. Cam Thomas is a stud, dude. I don't know where he came from, um, but he. He's, I mean, you can you can special. look at all the Nets additions. Like they, Patty Mills is a big ad for my eyes, just just because you never knew what was going to happen with Kyrie, and obviously Kyrie not being there. That's why I have them number right. two. And I'm not saying Kyrie's the soul and purpose of them winning, but you know, when those three are on the floor, you can't stop them. Like there's, there's no answer. You can 
you want to score 120 fine they'll score 130 it's just the way that team is and you know i feel like they will take a minor step back but camp thomas patty mills like they have options to go to they have a backup plan at least you know they didn't have all their eggs in the Kyrie basket as far as point guards go so you know james harden like you said is going to run the point most likely that i mean we saw what he did in houston that was nasty so um I, they're not too too far behind milwaukee in my eyes but i just feel like Kyrie not being there and i feel like the sort of revenge tour that i feel like Giannis and the bucks are going to be on and that's funny saying that that you know they won the chip but i still feel like they have somewhat of that chip on their shoulder where it's like nobody's taking them serious as far as making it out of the east and they're going to want to prove a point and you know they're going to go out but i have brooklyn number two right slightly behind milwaukee like you have milwaukee slightly behind brooklyn for you so Absolutely. I mean, they both teams, I think, are going to be awesome this year to watch regardless. I want this in the conference finals, please. I don't want mm. this in the second round. I want this conference. You don't, you don't want you don't want you don't want Hawks, Bucks, Hawks, no. fucking. I don't want Nets. Hawks, Nets. I don't want Hawks. Heat. I want Brooklyn. I want Milwaukee to go to the finals because that, mm. that really helps the West out. If you think about it, if those two teams, those two teams went to seven games with just KD and Giannis going at each other. Imagine two healthy Nets and Bucks teams beating up on each other. Whoever's looking at the West coming out is like, oh, this is just perfect for us because, you know, while they're beating each other up, we're, you know, depending on who's in the conference finals in the West, they're just like, oh, we're going to we're going to be fine compared to them health wise. So, you know, but who's your number three, bro? The Miami Heat. Yeah, same. Um, The Miami Heat have become studs now with this uh, roster they have going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Lowry, they, but oh, definitely, dude, one hundred percent. Lowry, um, you know, Damn. PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker's underrated, bro. I mean, I said I just it like defensively. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's really what you need it for. I mean, the, this 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 team, dude, is just looking nice. I think not a lot of people talk about them, mm-hmm. um, but just those two additions alone, with Bam coming back, Butler's gonna have a a, a comeback season. I know, I mean, he didn't fall off, but he's gonna have a better year. Um, yeah. You know, Tyre Hero, Duncan Robinson, them boys. This team was, I just think the bubble affected them. Like we said this before, you know, the bubble, you know, having one month really to take a break, they were fatigued. And I think now that they're there, you know, they had a full off season to just recover. I think they're going to be back and I think they're going to come out, uh, you know, with, with, a, with, a, with a chip on their shoulder. And to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if we even take the number two squad. I feel like mm. I wouldn't be surprised if Brooklyn or Milwaukee kind of just falls off due to injury and Miami comes in and takes the number two spot of the, of the conference. So I have Miami there at three. Um, obviously, uh, Pat Riley, you know, Eric Spolcher type type team who plays hard and, and grits and grinds, you know, can never count these guys out. Oh, yeah, everything you said I agree with. Uh, I feel like Lowry and Butler, the friendship and chemistry they have off the court, we're, I feel like we're going to see that transition nicely on the court so uh that helps heat culture you know all that stuff and um you know i feel like high hero hero is gonna have a step up a little bit uh, he had a very disappointing sophomore year after what he did in the bubble but i feel like a lot of pressures off of him this year and he's just gonna take advantage of those opportunities that are gonna come to him you know duncan robinson's a sniper Tucker, he is a zero on offense, but I mean, defensively, he's going to really matter in the playoffs, like we saw against Brooklyn. Um, 
So I, I just feel like Miami, yeah, like you said, a lot of team, a lot of people aren't talking about Miami. That's that to me is right there at the top of the East. So I have them three as well. Absolutely. Um, and then number four, um, definitely gonna go with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, um, whoa, yeah. wow, wow. I think, I was a big believer watching them in preseason. Dude, do you see them destroying anybody? Oh, Holy cow. Um, I mean, I'm a big Caruso guy. Very underrated uh, compared to, like, everybody else. That's, I think, one of the biggest additions in the offseason. Um, the dude can just do it all. He can score for you if you need him to. He can play hard on defense if you need him to stop somebody. Uh, very underrated player. Caruso is a big addition. Obviously, the Rosen coming there as well. Uh, Lonzo, I think Lonzo's finally going to be um, in a good fit. And then Vucevic, obviously, is there. Um, Levine, obviously, being the superstar. So this team, man, don't count them out. Do not count out the Bulls this year. Wow. I don't think they're going to win the chip. I don't even think they're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. But um, regular season-wise, I think this team is ready to finally make a jump and, and be a top-four team in the league or in the conference. Wow. I did not see that coming. Bulls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have the Bulls for, I have the Celtics for, I have either Celtics or Hawks. I feel like Celtics are going to edge them out, but, um, you know, they have a lot more, they, their bench is a lot deeper. Um, I know we got Schroeder. I don't know how much he's going to play, play a factor into the season, but, uh, I just like these players and, and the coach better than the last year's team. They're just soft. They didn't have any fight in them. Um, you know, who knows how, how bad COVID is going to affect uh, Jalen Brown coming back, but I just feel like Jason Tatum is going to have another year where he elevates his game. And, um, with Udoka at coach, I feel like he's going to really bring the best out of him and, um, you know, really elevate this Boston team. They're not close to winning a championship yet, but I feel like they're taking the necessary steps to get there. And, you know, I just feel like they're going to have a good year this year as opposed to last year they were awful so i feel like they're gonna have a better year this year be four or five in the east maybe get get into the second round and then they'll lose to you know brooklyn or miami or milwaukee wherever wherever the seed seeding goes but i just feel like they're gonna you know actually do something this year as far as you know getting a deeper playoff run and having a lot more fight and heart in them so that's my number four okay i mean that's reasonable i mean i could i mean you can never count out Boston. Uh, I feel like I am in my prediction right now, but um, you can't go wrong with the Tatum's a stud overall. So, I mean, you, he's a superstar. So, really, a superstar I mean, can win you a couple games. Yeah, they're like in between four or six. I mean, you could just put mm-hmm. them anywhere, just the way the East goes. But yeah, I have them at four. What's your fifth? Uh, I'm going to Atlanta Hawks, just yeah, kind of same. a big believer in them from last year there. I think they're going to have a decent regular season. I think, I don't know. Like, I know they, they, you know, they, they, they ended the season hot, went to the Eastern Conference Finals, kind of challenged the Bucks a little bit. But I think Cinderella story has kind of come to an end. I don't think they're going to, like, come out 21-0 and 0 to start the year. I think they're mm-hmm. going to have a little couple of bumps to start the year and then kind of pick it up a little bit more as we go out through the season. But um, I have them here uh, at number five, um, just solely because Trey Young's a stud. I think he's a superstar now officially in this league, and I think he's going to go out there and win a couple games for you. But I don't think the Hawks are good enough to kind of steal any of those top four spots. Yeah. Um, the reason I have Chicago on top of them is just because I think Chicago has more better players overall um, in terms of Ooh, depth. I, I disagree with that. 
I think the Hawks have the better superstar in compared to the two teams. I think they have the best player in Trey Young, but I think the Bulls have a lot more players that can come in and step up. I know the Hawks got Gallinari, uh, you know, um, I forgot his name, Kevin Horter, 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 yeah, Horter, Horter, whatever the fuck you want to call him, um, John Collins and them boys. But I think playmaking wise, I think the Bulls have more players that can come in and step up in case a couple of them get hurt. Yeah, so I have Atlanta here at fifth as well. Uh, like you said, Trey Young, stud. He really stepped his game up last year. Uh, speaking of Herder, he got a $65 million deal. Okay, four years. <laughs> um, you know, they have Herder. I feel like DeAndre Hunter, I think that, yeah, DeAndre Hunter, I think that's in, yeah, Hunter, he, not a lot of people are talking about how good he was in the playoffs. Like, he was really good defensively, and then he got hurt, and Honestly, I didn't think they were going to get out of the Philly series, but, you know, Philly being Philly, they choked and they, um, you know, they blew that series. But Hunter coming back is a big addition for them. Uh, Okongwu had a good rookie year. He comes back around January, February. You know, like you said, they have Gallinari. I like um, Cam Reddish. I mean, he had a he kind of stepped up in the playoffs where nobody thought he would. And I, I just like to see him. Compared to Chicago, Chicago, to me, their offense is going to be very clunky because they just have dudes that want the ball. Besides Alonzo, Alonzo, to me, that was the best signing they, they made. Alonzo's perfect for, I mean, any team, if you really think about it. He's just, you know, he's, his jump shot's getting better, and he's a distributor. He's a pure point guard. He knows how to get people the ball when they need it. And, you know, it's funny that he's not on that team no more because the Lakers to me, I feel like Lonzo would be perfect on this Lakers team exactly. as opposed to I Westbrook. See. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they had to get rid of him in that, um, you know, AD trade, but Lonzo on this Lakers team with the steps and all the, the ways he's elevating his game. Perfect for a Lakers team right now. They would, they would be the favorites if he was on there, if you ask me, but could be overreacting but just the way Lonzo's been playing and the way he's you know looking right now yeah but DeRozan and Levine I'm just curious to see how those two mesh together when it comes to regular season play and how uh, Billy Donovan's going to distribute those minutes and play time and all that is Pat Williams going to play the five you know I just have questions with the Bulls they're going to be good they're going to be in the playoffs but um I just don't have them as high as you do Atlanta. I feel like they're a lot more deeper, but yeah, a little bit what you said there, they had a Cinderella run last year and that was kind of their window to do it because now the nets are healthy. Now Miami added Lowry Milwaukee's, you know, they, I feel like they, they've gotten better as far as how with Giannis taking that, that next step of being a super duper star. Like a lot of people say he is, and I'm getting right there to it. Cause like I said, he just dominated everybody, but. Yeah, Atlanta, I feel like they're going to be around four through six as well. It's just one of those teams. It just depends how the seating falls, but I have them at five as well. Six, yeah, I feel I mean, like we're going to be on the same page, but we'll see. Go ahead. I have the New York Knicks at number six. Ooh, okay. Um, the Knicks aren't bad, dude. They're really not a bad team no, this year. I mean, they, I think they overachieved last year, but I don't I don't think they did it to a certain extent. I mean, they, they got Randall. He's he's proven to be an all-star. I don't think he's a superstar, but he's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they <clears throat> they have nice pieces around. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, RJ uh, Barrett. I, I love the guy. I, I followed him since Duke. Um, 
So overall, I think this team is decent. I, I think they're going to obviously get us. I, I could see them really getting the fifth or fourth spot mm-hmm. um, in, in this conference, but I just think I'm a bigger believer in the teams ahead of them. But overall, Derrick Rose is going to have a great year as well. I'm super glad that he's fit in in this New York team. Um, and then Tom Thibodeau having another year in his belt. He's going to make these guys grind and play better defense, better than we did last year so. I mean, quickly, Tobin, you know, finally got another year under the belt. So I think they're going to finally um, come out and, and, and play better. Uh, but overall, I, I, I'm not knocking the Knicks. Um, I do think they're going to do good. Obviously, Kemba Walker's there now as well. Um, but I, I just think these teams ahead of them are going to have an even better season. That's just mm-hmm. as a result of them being the sixth seed now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not a bad pick. I have Philly here just because Embiid. I mean, mm. I, I just feel like Embiid – it's always hard because Embiid can never stay healthy, but if he's healthy, I feel like just him alone, can't, I, I'm not saying he's going to carry the Philly, the 76ers to the finals, but if I can get him to a six seed, fifth seed, and um, you know, Tobias Harris is there. I, the Ben Simmons thing, they, they have to figure that out now. It's That's the only reason I don't have them hire. Like You have to trade him. I, I don't care what it is. You know, I've seen some of the offers um, that Daryl Morey's been trying to get. Bro, you're you're asking for too much. This is not a superstar like that's made. Our, he has to develop. He has to have his own team. I've seen a bunch of offers that teams are offering him. I don't get why he's not taking them. You need to get rid of Ben Simmons now. It, it has to be done. And if they don't, I'll put him lower. Like that, that chemistry's done. What Doc Rivers and Embiid said, it's done. It, it's done. It, it has, and we've said it throughout the offseason. We said it after the, the Sixers-Hawks series. They need to get rid of them, and if they don't, it's going to affect the chemistry and it's going to affect the flow of their team. And I, I just don't – I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. The fact that they're making them come back and, you know, I know they call this bluff, but Maury needs to get a move on it and take them a column deal – or take a buddy healed plus others and pick steel. He just needs to do something to help his team get better. And I don't get why he thinks Ben Simmons is on, you know, a, a Tatum or a Harden or a, any type of level. He should have took the Harden deal, really. But you know, too too little, too late for that. But man, I mean, Phillies could be higher. But if they kept Simmons midseason past the trade deadline that they're going to have them lower just because of the chemistry factor. Absolutely. And this is where I have Philly going um, at number seven. Um, mm-hmm. I do think, like you said, they could go higher. They really can. But Ben Simmons, the whole situation is just being dark. It's just a dark cloud over the organization right now. Mm-hmm. I think I heard the latest things I heard from Ben Simmons is that he's been kind of disengaged with the team, kind of just been doing his own thing, even though he's practicing with them kind of just been quiet. So it's just, it's not going to be pretty. And I feel like, I don't know Ben Simmons, but I feel like his stubbornness and his kind of like um, mentality is like, you know, like fuck all these guys. I'm never going to yeah. forgive them. And he's just there to get a paycheck. So it's not pretty whatsoever. I think it needs to be done soon. Um, I don't understand. Like you said, you hit it right there. I mean, <laughs> these guys are asking for like three first round picks, like LeBron James, but Really, he's a good player, but his values just dropped so hard because of his shooting. And I feel like they just need to pull the trigger now before it just gets really ugly and they don't make playoffs. To be quite honest with you, I see Benson is leaving like in a month or two from Philly. Um, and this is why I think as a result, 
they will be the seventh seed because they don't win many games to start the year. But I feel like mm-hmm. the longer they keep Ben Simmons, the less chance they will yep. make playoffs. I think if they keep him throughout the whole season, they don't make playoffs at all, period. That's yeah, my bold prediction. Even if, yeah, like I said, just everything that, that transpired the, over the course of last year, even years prior, Ben Simmons always hears it from Philly media and Philly fans. Like, mm-hmm. they need to get rid of him. And like you said, they keep him longer, the value tanks. This is just going to be like a Harden situation all over again. What did, what did Houston end up getting for Harden? Like, nothing. Bits and pieces. Like, they didn't get any sort of solid foundation for their team. Like, they just had to get what they had to get, but like the like I said, Daryl Morey should have took that that Harden deal and just added a pick or two more, and you would have been in contention every year with Harden and Embiid. But because of that, because of his stubbornness, now they're probably gonna get you know a bunch of role players and some picks like the Wizards got for Westbrook. So, um, yeah, I I, I completely agree. If they keep if they keep Simmons throughout the year. I don't see them making playoffs just simply because how toxic that whole organization is with those two, with those three in the same room. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Doc, the interviews Doc and, and Joel and Bede had in the end of the year, oh, man, I knew. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not a big journalist guy, but when I saw those interviews live, I was like, oof, this is not pretty. Like, yeah. I've never seen a coach or a player kind of unleash on, a, on, on one of their a players teammate, on the team right yeah, after yeah. a loss. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I have, your the, seven? I have your the Knicks right here at seven. Okay. Same thing you okay. said. I mean, they have a year under their belt. Um, Randall got his money. He's going to play. I think I don't. I hope he doesn't get too relaxed. But I feel like he's going to play, have another good year. Maybe not all star, but still a pretty good year. Quickly topping, like you said, another year under their belts. And you know they got some good pieces. You know Fournier. They got him. They overpaid for him, but they got Fournier. I feel like because of COVID last year, he didn't look good, but um, he's still a good player. And Kemba, when he's healthy, when his knees want to work with him, he's fine. He's a good point guard, but I just feel like he's very worn down. And I hope the Knicks aren't, you know, really relying on Kemba to give them, you know, really key minutes and 30 plus point performances because they're not going to get that from him just in his stage of, the, of his career right now but uh he'll be a good addition for sure if they you know they use him the right way and, right 100 uh, yeah you know i no no disrespect to the knicks i feel like they're gonna have a solid year i mean we just said it if philly doesn't figure things out the knicks could really overtake atlanta seed or philly seed how i have it so mm-hmm. but i have the knicks at seven Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, so far, so good. I know one one thing I noticed from your from your standings between mine and yours is, um, I don't have Philly or I don't have Boston yet, and mm-hmm. this is where I have Boston at number eight. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big believer in Brad Stevens anymore, and, and I know he's not coaching anymore, but like just his entire persona and the and, and the effect he has on the Boston franchise. Um, not a big believer. Um, I do love Jason Tatum, but I really I don't trust the rest of that team. Marcus Smart is good. Um, but I don't think he's going to go out there and win you some basketball games and Tatum is out. Jalen Brown, possibly. Um, I'm kind of falling off of the Jalen Brown train um, just for the time being. I hope he proves me wrong. But really, other than those three guys, I can't really think of another player out there that can go out there and win you some basketball games. Um, and this is a long season. You know, they play like about nine months of basketball. 
Um, and, you know, there's going to come a point where some of these players are not going to be playing all out. And, you know, Tatum, who knows, he can get hurt. He can just rest. And this is, that's where, that's, that's the, that's where the, the conference standings come into play because the reason the Jazz became the number one team last year was because of their depth. You know, Conley was out. All right, Mitchell will come in and step, step up. You know, if Mitchell's out, Conley will come in. Or if those two guys are out, Gobert will go out there and win a game or two for you. So, um, I don't I the Boston likes depth in my opinion and this is why I think I have them going to eight because if things go good and everybody plays every game and you know you know it's all rainbows and skittles up there then by all means they'll probably be third fourth maybe even two but I definitely picture them being closer to their floor than the ceiling and this is why I have them at eight I mean I get I get what you're saying but um I just feel like the coaching change had to happen um, right, Stevens. I feel like he's had better moves as a GM than he's had as a coach, as far as decision making. And I like some of the the pieces they brought in. Um, Juancho. I mean, we didn't really have any big guys last year. We're too small. You know, we mm-hmm. brought in Juancho Hernan Gomez. I'm. These are guys that I'm not saying are gonna be world beaters, but we brought Canner back. I feel like Rob Williams is due for a a, a breakout year. I mean whatever that entails, who knows, but I feel like he's going to step up if he can stay healthy. Um, you know, Schroeder, how cheap we got him for compared to what he was offered. I mean, I that's, hate a, Schroeder. that's a steal. I understand that, but you know, the steal that we got him at 6 million, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's what betting it on yourself does if it doesn't pan out. But, um, you know, all that stuff being, I, I still feel like Boston's going to have a better year than they've had the last I'd say no, just last year because they almost went to the finals in the bubble. But um, just last year, it's just going to be a completely different team as far as toughness and how they run their offense. But I have the Bulls right here at eight. Um, okay. You know, like I told you earlier, I just feel like the starters, their offense is going to be very clunky. I'm not too sure how they're going to run their team out. You know, they have Vucevic, which they traded a lot for to get. He has to start. I mean, the, and Pat Williams with the year that he had, I feel like he has to start. So it just depends on if they want Levine at the three or the four or the three or the two and DeRozan at the three or the two. And, you know, I don't know. It's just it's going to be weird how the spacing is. I know they look good in preseason, but I want to see how they look against actual teams, you know, with all their starters and their game plans and their schemes. I feel like they're going to be off to a slow start and then they'll pick it up midseason. But. I have them in the playoffs. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be in the second round at least in my eyes with who they're gonna play. But yeah, this is where I have the Bulls. Okay, for sure. I mean, uh, now I know why you were so surprised by my pick coming in yeah. before uh, because we have them here down at freaking. At uh, I mean, we eight, we basically so. have Boston and Chicago in the same spots, just different. You know, we just haven't flip flopped for our yeah, standings. That's- it's just a matter of who you believe in more. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Chicago can beat Boston in the series if they face each other. Uh, but, I mean, hey, uh, we agree to disagree. We'll see how the, the season turns out. But, yeah. I mean, at number nine and ten, um, this is kind of the hardest part yeah, for me, really. Um, because, God damn, after these eight teams, I really couldn't pick anybody. I picked the Charlotte Hornets just based on LaMelo – or not LaMelo. Uh, no, yeah, LaMelo Ball, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, he's becoming a superstar in this league. Um, I was always a big believer in him. I think he was always the best ball brother out of the three. Um, and I think he's going to go out there and win you some games. I think this team overall is trash, but 
with him yeah. out there, you know, they can sneak into the playoffs and be a number nine seed with 100%. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like Book Knight. I like all, all of them. I, ha- I have them 10th. And mm. I have the Pacers at nine just because of Carlisle and, you know, they, they have Brogdon. Will Turner be a factor? I feel like he, I think this is his contract year. So, you know how players play on their contract year. Right. Like that's going to matter. And, you know, Carlisle is a, you know, a decent he's coach. A good coach. Yeah, he's a good that's coach. What, that's what's funny is that I had them at 10. I think, yeah, I don't think the, the talent is really there. No. Um, obviously, they got Turner, Brogdon, and Boyce. But I think the real reason why they become a 10 seed is because of Carlisle. And I really love him as a coach. Um, he's very underrated. Um, you know, he kept Dallas relevant through all those years when Nowitzki was about to retire. So, um, great coach. Indiana is going to kind of make some noise. I can definitely see them beating Philly. Um, in, a, in a playoff game um, if it comes down to it. Or I don't know who you got them playing. I think you got them playing uh, They'll be playing uh, the Bulls. Ch- Chicago, right? Yeah, so yeah. that would be also an interesting game overall. But, I mean, <laughs> it's Charlotte, Charlotte and, and Indiana, really, the two teams that I definitely will agree with you are going to be the ninth and tenth seed. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sabonis, to me, keeps them relevant with the what he did last year and this, the strides he's been making in his game. But yeah, I mean, Hornets, the same thing you said. I mean, but I, Melo's going to carry them. I like Book Knight. I like, um, what's his name? Bridges. You know, if Hayward can stay healthy, he'll win you games as well. So that's why they're probably going to be the 10th seed again. And I think they're, yeah, they were the 10th seed last year, I think. And, you know, They'll do it. They'll do their thing as far as that. But I have the Wizards out because Westbrook really kept them in the playoff mix just because he just plays so damn hard every year. Whether it's a preseason game or regular season playoff, he's always going to keep your team relevant in some sort of way. And they're really going to fall off. Dinwiddie's not that guy where he can carry a team the way Westbrook did. And Beal's really going to he really has to contemplate requesting a trade by the deadline. He's not going to. I don't understand. I know, and I know he's not because he's, he's loyal, and I, you know, I I can respect that, but just he, I don't know how you can put yourself through this misery time and time again. He's like the, the NBA's Larry Fitzgerald or Megatron. Just He's just <laughs> fucking sitting in the house that's burning down, and he's just like, I'm still here. They're going to put the fire out eventually. Just the way he's just going through this, it's just disappointing, and who knows what happens in the offseason next year when he's a free agent, but um, yeah, I don't have the Wizards. Wizards were kind of close to the Hornets, but I still feel like the Hornets are going to edge him out. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm not a big believer in the Wizards. Really, yeah. none of those teams. No, that's what I'm saying. It's there, hard so. to pick after the 10, but I just feel like if you're going to pick 11, I think Wizards are going to be 11, so, you know. Yeah. 100%. I mean, you know, uh, maybe Toronto, but I don't know what Toronto's going on. I think this is a rebuilding year. I do think yeah, Toronto will make playoffs next season. Yeah, but not this year. I think this is the year they kind of yeah. just calm things down and prepare for the year after. All right. West. Okay. I'll, I'll start the West. I have the Lakers okay. one. Okay. So just because simply I just said his name, Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's going to tries he's gonna play his ass off no matter what the circumstances are and i feel like they're really gonna bank on westbrook in the regular season when they want to rest ad or lebron which i know lebron doesn't like resting but he he needs to think about not playing 
all 82 games this year because he's breaking down now. He's getting a lot more hurt, you know, than we've seen years prior. And, you know, the playoffs are more important than the regular season, LeBron. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to beat Kareem's all-time scoring and his minutes and all that, but, you know, get the get ring number five. You already took a year off because AD was hurt. You could have been going for ring six, but it just didn't play out that way. But you need to just worry about the finals and the playoffs. And Westbrook's going to win them a lot of games just because he loves, you know, scoring so damn much. And their bench is a lot deeper. I like Malik Monk. I like Kendrick Nunn. Ariza's getting up there, but he still has, you know, that experience. And, you know, they brought Dwight back. DeAndre Jordan, I really don't understand that signing. But, I mean, hey. <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. They need just, a big man other than Dwight to uh, the paint. I mean, the, the Nets didn't even want to play him when they needed to play him. So I don't know about DeAndre Jordan, but, uh, you know, we'll see if Horton Tucker can step up. They signed him. They extended him, and everybody thought he was gone. So yeah, and ask, so asking you, the, looking back on how this offseason played out, would you have rather had the heel trade or you would like the Westbrook trade? Um, the reason I'll say Westbrook trade is because the NBA is really driven by superstars and I'm not disrespect to Buddy Hill, but if you were comparing him to Westbrook, Westbrook is the superstar. Um, this guy has more accolades than Hill. I'd rather have a, a, a guy who's, who's been there before really with, in terms of experience getting to the finals and, you know, a, a former MVP in this league. Um, I think that is better because really we've gone before with, with shooters. We, we, we used to just plan that attack in the offseason yeah. where we just get a bunch of shooters like Reggie Bullock, you know, players yeah. like that and Jared Dudley. Um, and it just never turned out to be the E factor that we needed. So um, I know LeBron needs shooters and AD does too, but I think this was a better, not a better fit, but a better addition because we are going to need superstars. Like you said, when LeBron needs to step out and, come out because once LeBron is out of the game that's really been our problem is once LeBron's off yes we have these shooters in us like Reggie Bullock yeah. in them, but th- we don't have a playmaker really that can get these guys open so mm-hmm. um, um that's why Rondo I like the back? Westbrook trade better yeah I love that that's the most yeah. that is the best addition that I like for the league just getting Rondo back and like you said before we recorded you brought Avery Bradley back so yeah you know, that's also defense. a huge one yeah, I mean, this is really the AA, what is it? The freaking old people team, but <laughs> mellow. A lot of experience. I mean, Ariza, I mean, this whole team is just old, but we'll see how they do. I mean, they don't, the thing I like is, I mean, they can, they're all willing to, to kind of sacrifice themselves. Yeah. And, and the thing is, know. they're not relying on mellow to score 20 a night. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like how Portland was kind of relying on him to do so. Because mm-hmm. they didn't really have anybody besides McCollum or Lillard, but um, you know, yeah, it, it's all these players are sacrificing something because they want to win a chip, and this is the best team in the West to do that. So, you know, that's why I have them first. I don't know who you have first. Pretty sure the Lakers. No, I actually don't. I have the Lakers at two. Oh. Um, I have the Denver Nuggets at number one. Ooh. Um, wow. I I, I think. This is a Utah Jazz type of season for the for the Nuggets where nobody sees it coming. And obviously they are a respectable team in the league. Even with Murray Jokic, being out till April, May. Yes, I think I think this is when MPJ comes out. Um I'm not a believer in MPJ. Neither um, am I. This is me just me, me, this is me just kind of banking on his talent and his potential right here. Mm-hmm. If I was a betting man, I would definitely put the Nuggets at number one still. 
Um, I think Jokic is just so good at center. I think he's the best center in the league. I think he's better than Embiid. I love Embiid, though. Um, but this is where, you know, like, you know, MPJ comes in, you know, Austin Rivers, Jamichael Green is a good one that I like that. I enjoy that they kept. And then bringing in Jeff Green as well. So, like, they have a lot of decent pieces that can help Jokic um, elevate his game to what he already is. Um, and with MPJ having that max extension, I think he, that burden is off of him that he's needed to place for a contract because now he's could comfortably just play his game, not worry about, you know, his money and stuff like that. So this is really my surprise pick in the West. I think this is the year they get the number one seed. Um, and, you know, we can go, we'll talk about playoff predictions, but um, later, but this is, this is really why I think MPJ is going to have a great year with, with Jokic and they're both going to be studs. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, you, Jokic is Jokic. He's going to do his thing coming off his MVP year. I, and don't I, forget, Aaron Gordon is still on the team. So Aaron Gordon might will have like a couple of games under his belt now with the Nuggets. So he, he'll kind of yeah. do, dwell with them as well. No, I agree. But um, yeah, MPJ, I, I, I was telling all my Nuggets friends that, you know, the fans of the Nuggets, I told he robbed y'all. 207 minutes he robs y'all whoever his agent is he needs an mvp trophy just because of that the fact that he got him five years 207 million off of nothing i mean this dude hasn't done anything yet he put, he did a pull-up jumper in the bubble and he compared himself to durant that's all he's done since he's been on the nuggets so the fact that he got that much it's shocking i would have waited until this season to you know see what he's gonna do I don't think it's going to be there. It could. I'm not saying it's not going to. I just don't. My personal opinion, I don't think he's going to blow up like that. And um, Murray not being there for the first couple of months is going to hurt them to a certain extent because they can't. They don't have a dude that can just take over the game and match points like, you know, and like he's done with Mitchell and all that years prior. So um, I don't think I don't think they're going to be at the bottom of the West, but I don't have them one. So. That was a little surprising, but I could see your rationale why you think that. And, you know, yeah, I mean, they check off all the boxes for me. Yeah. They got the depth. They got the defense. Of the, you know, Malone loving that. Um, they got the superstar in Jokic. So what I do like check is, out all the boxes. what I do like is they replaced baby shit Paul Millsap with Jeff Green. So, I mean, that's a good start. I, how many times have I, I've, I've been sick and tired of Paul Millsap with the way he plays. So, you know, they, they got Jeff Green. I feel like he's in a, you know, fit in a lot better than Millsap was, and he's a lot tougher. So, I mean, yeah, they got yeah. they got depth. So we'll see what they can do. But um, yeah, who, I got no, I got the Suns number two. I don't know if that's a surprise to you or not, but um, yes, that is. Uh, I I don't feel like what they did last year was a fluke. I mean, even with the healthy Lakers team, I mean, healthy to an extent, right? But I just feel like they can still win games. The way they did Booker, I feel like is going to take an, another step up. Uh, CP3 is the only thing that I'm I'm really worried about as far as health goes. You know, Bridges, they signed him to a, ni- a $90 million extension, so he doesn't have to worry about that kind of how, you know, Porter doesn't have to worry about his extension. He could just play. Um, Aiden, I feel like he's his extension looming. I feel like he's going to want to prove a point like, uh, yeah, Sarberg, you better fucking pay me or I'm out of here. The kind of deal. Because he's gonna he's really gonna want to prove his point. Like, bro, you should have signed me when you could have, because now you might really lose me. He's gonna kind of be on a fuck you kind of mentality of like, come on, pay, give me my money. And 
you know, he really elevated his game in the playoffs last year. And I, I just, like I said, the only concern I have with this team is CP3 staying healthy because he really matters to this team. And we saw it when he was out. Uh, I, I like the additions of McGee. I feel like he, if they didn't lose Sarich in the finals, it's a different story. And I know we're talking about Sarich, but they didn't have anybody else once, you know, once he was out, they didn't have anybody else to replace his minutes. I like McGee. We've seen McGee come in the come in the clutch in the playoffs with whoever team he's on. The Warriors, he stepped up. With the Lakers, he stepped up. Defensively, he gets his lobs and all that. So, you know, I like that addition. They they got Shamit. Um, they also extended him. So, I mean, I I like the Suns. I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to go to the finals again, but um, I still feel like they could be a top West team for sure. I mean, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm a big, big fan of uh, of Mickey, um, obviously being with the, with the Lakers before. Um, mm-hmm. he was He's a big, big addition there. Um, I guess the one thing that I would just say that the reason why I don't have him as high is just because of the DeAndre Ayton contract situation, yeah. I think. I think that little cloud where there's smoke, there's fire. And I feel like that little smoke is going to get worse as the days go by. I think he kind of feels disrespected by the contract talks he's having. Um, and it's going to affect his performance. Um, I, I, you're expecting him to go off and kind of tell him, like, fuck you for not signing me. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the opposite with him. I think he's going to be like, no, you know what? Like, I'm going to try here. He's like, but I'm not going to put my body in. Like, I, this is kind of, we're going to, he's going to drop a level down. Um, in terms of his intensity and hard work and play yeah. uh, for Phoenix this year. And I think that's going to cost him, obviously, because he was a big big reason why they went as far as they did was because of his presence against Jokic, against AD, I mean, them boys. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have him at two. Uh, so I actually – obviously, we got the Lakers at two here. We already talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, got the, I got the Jazz at three. Um, yeah, I so- think the Jazz – the Jazz are the typical regular season team, as I mentioned. They they have the depth, they have all that. They just don't have the superstar. I, I know Donovan Mitchell is like up there. He's a great player, great all star. I don't think he's really the guy that can win you go out there and win you a game, like a playoff game, as much. I know he's done it multiple times, but I think he needs more help around him. Um, and obviously they got Gobert, Jordan Clarkson, you know Conley, them boys. Um, I don't not, think they haven't. They're just missing something. They're not. I don't doing, know what it not, is. They're not doing any favors for Mitchell. I mean, they're they're really wasting his prime. He can win you games. You just need. I, I feel like he needs a wing. They have no wings. And get mm-hmm. the get Gobert the fuck out of here, bro. You know how many times I'm getting sick and tired of Gobert just being a no show in the playoffs. Like it's getting. I don't know the fact that Mitchell signed that extension last year. Again, it's another guy that wants to be loyal to his team, but. You have to do yourself a favor. If you really want to be about this, you know, this grind and winning a championship, you have to look elsewhere. And the, the fact that they're basically saying Mike Conley is a missing piece. Oh, we're, we're on completely different planets as far as jazz being entitled contentions. Cause Mike Conley's a good player, He, but that's it. He's just good. He's not going to elevate your team to the next level. And, they didn't really sign anybody from. They got his best friend Pascal. I don't know if that's gonna do anything as far as the team goes, but I mean that's good if they want to keep him there. But I mean, come on, you you have not done anything to help this guy out. Clarkson was a good signing, I guess, but uh, I just don't see anything as far as the Jazz willing to 
help this guy out and give him pieces. And, and hey, maybe we could be wrong. And this could be like a Milwaukee team like last year, how we've been saying time and time again, they didn't really help Giannis out. And those guys stepped up and, you know, we're talking a completely different story with the way we talk about Milwaukee. But just looking at this Jazz team, Gobert doesn't do anything for me at all. And, you know, Conley's just good. That All you have is Mitchell, and he'll get you a three seed, a four seed in the West, and that's about it. They get knocked yeah. out. They get knocked out by a Clippers team or a Blazers team or a Mavericks team, depending on the seeding goes. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like the Jazz um, really take advantage of the bad teams. We talked about this in yeah. the football episodes. You know, the Chiefs, all these great teams, they, mm-hmm. you know, they take care of business against these bad teams. And I think the Jazz are very good at that. Um, obviously, if you're if you're an Orlando Magic team you're or, fucked. you know, uh, you know <laughs> any of these teams, like, yeah, you, you they say it all the time, you circle the Lakers on your calendar. If you're the Magic, you circle the Lakers on your calendar. You want to come out there and, and play hard against them. Mm-hmm. nobody circles a game against the jazz nobody mm-hmm. nobody low points at a february 22nd game against the jazz say this is the game this is the fucking game where we got to come out there and mm-hmm. pop them in the mouth like no realistically speaking nobody says that nobody thinks like that they treat the jazz like a number of the regular season game and obviously the jazz are the better team when they play these bad teams and they come out and do their business um and i feel like that's kind of a not a lot of people really talk about that in terms of conference standings when the lakers or your clippers or the nuggets even when they come near town or the warriors like a lot of these bad teams are going to want to come out there and play hard and they don't do that with the jazz. And I think that's a result of them becoming the number one seed last year. And I think this is why they're going to be the number three seed this year uh, yeah. because of stuff like that. Yeah. Same. Um, I so, have the nuggets here at four. Okay. I mean, they're just because Murray, like I said, Murray not being there, they're going to take a step back, but not too much. And they're still going to be at the top of the West. So there's nothing really much else to explain. We talked about the nuggets. Who's your mm-hmm. fifth. My fourth or my fifth? Oh, your fourth, my bad. I forgot you didn't say your fourth. Uh, this is where I got the Clippers. I think not a lot of people are talking about the Clippers. Um, mm. And I think Kawhi, Kawhi and, and, and Paul George. And I, I seriously, like, I don't have them being a serious threat to get the number one spot. But no, not, a lot of people are kind of not talking about them. And I think that's going to play into their hands. I think the Clippers don't want to be talked about much. I think they kind of just want to be under the radar and do their thing. Um, and this is why I think Kawhi and Paul George and all them and them boys over there are going to kind of dwell from that and, and have a great season, I will add. I, I kind of wanted to put them at three above the Jazz, but just really, look, like I said, I mean, when the Clippers come to Orlando or Charlotte, they're going to want to come out there and beat the Clippers. And the Jazz do it, it's a different story. So I think that's kind of the factor that I was mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have the Clippers. I'm riding the Clippers high with this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they become a three, maybe even a two seed, but realistically it will be four. Uh, yeah i'm just more in the camp of Kawhi not being there i know paul george he really flipped the script on how people talk about him he's he's good i mean he he's you could tell he could carry a team i just feel like everything else around them it's not not nothing to write about you know they lost rondo i feel like rondo didn't really fit with that team for whatever reason i was kind of surprised about that but um uh, Bringing the bringing Ibaka back, you know Terrence Mann, his the way he stepped up in the playoffs. Hopefully that carries over for the Clippers' sake, in case they do get Kawhi some sometime around playoff time. Um, <clears throat> they have Zubat still. I'm 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 blanking. Did they sign anybody else? I know they re-signed Reggie Jackson. Um, 
I can't think of anything else if they added any key guys, but just this group alone, I have them sixth. I mean, I, I just feel like uh, fifth or sixth, but I have the Mavericks fifth. But I, I, I just feel like Kawhi is such a key component to this team. And, you know, luckily he re-signed with them, so they don't have to worry about him leaving anytime soon. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel like the group they have is, isn't going to be enough to keep them at the fifth. I have them sixth, but, yeah, that's why I have them. Okay. <clears throat> um, fifth, fifth, well, I just said I have the Mavericks, but I don't know who you have there. I have fifth. I mean, I have them there too. I think okay. it's one of the few where we agree. Um, I think Luca's gonna have a monster year. We'll talk about MVPs in a bit, but yeah. um, just I mean, overall, this team, Jason Kidd being the coach, Porzingis, I think is gonna kind of finally low-key have a better year with Kidd there. I think he's gonna utilize him more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luca's just gonna do be a stud and. And really, if they had a little bit better talent, I can see that I can easily put them top three. But just, yeah. I mean, they're not a bad team whatsoever. And Luca's just literally top three player in the league, so I think this is a good spot for them. I don't think they're ready to take that that rank just yet. So this is a decent spot to put them at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I just feel like you know, Carlisle and Luca. You can tell we're butting heads a lot, so that needed to change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know. He lo- he loves kid. I have heard things that he likes kid. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Porzingis really has to step up for them to be good. Um, again, I'm blanking on who Dallas has. I, oh, they got Reggie Bullock. Um, Bullock Bullock. Um, you know Brunson. I feel like this is a Goran Dragic team, though. I feel like they can make a trade around the right. deadline to get Dragic. That's his. That's Luca's guy as well. It's his mentor kind of deal. So. I feel like this is a team that's going to get them and then they'll, they'll be even higher, maybe, you know, just depending on how it goes. But I feel like they're finally going to um, get to a second round, just the way it's looking. And Luca being out of shape last year because not knowing when the season was going to start, I feel like that kind of affected him. He didn't take it too serious because he thought they were going to play later. But I feel like he's coming into the season in, in shape. And that's going to really matter. And he's going to have a really good case for MVP. So I agree with you. I have him here fifth. Who's who's your uh, sixth? I already said the Clippers for mine. So I said the Suns just, I mean, as mentioned, okay. I think yeah. they're a good team. But I think Ains contract situation yeah. kind of drops them here a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have the Blazers seventh. I mean, this is, this is where the Blazers are going to live at the bottom until something happens with them. Um, I like Larry Nance, the addition there, but is that going to clog the paint? I, I don't know how they're going to, you know, figure that out. They don't have, they have uh, Powell. He's okay. I would have had, um, who's the guy they traded to Toronto for him? What's his name? Oh, uh, I forgot his name. Um, I'm thinking of freaking uh, Gary Trent. But yeah, yeah, Gary Trent Jr. Trent. Yeah, Gary Trent Jr. Uh, didn't he give him great Gary Trent? Yeah, but so I'm saying I would rather have him than Powell. As Powell, Powell's right. a bench guy. That's right. I feel yeah. like Trent, you could start him. Powell's you need you need somebody else at your wing if you're gonna have Powell on your team. Right. Um, you know, Lance and Nurkic. I'm curious to see how that front court pans out. But I mean, we've seen we we've seen this time and time again. I know I know your feelings towards McCollum. So I just feel like they're going to be a seven or eight seed in your rankings as well. So um, who do you have here? Right. 
have the, the the Golden State Warriors here at number uh, number seven. I think, like as mentioned with the Clippers, not a lot of people are talking about them. Clay will be back soon in like January, I believe, and I think finally we're gonna get the the Splash Brothers back together again. And then, um, Curry, I think, is gonna have a stellar year before even Curry or Clay comes back. I think he's gonna be great. Um, Wiseman is gonna have a year under his belt, so he's gonna kind of have a gist. Of, of what to expect in the NBA. He's going to have, you know, a little stronger body to work with. Um, so, yeah, I, I have the Warriors here. I kind of wanted to put them higher, but the West is just so stacked yeah. that I'm not comfortable with putting them higher than, than seven. So I kept them there. I'm, I'm kind of a believer in them. Um, but, I mean, not too much to a certain extent, but we'll see how this pans out. I mean, if you, if you, if you tell me that at the end of this regular season, they are a top four seed in the league, by all means, I wouldn't think you're mm-hmm. crazy because – Clay Thompson is a big difference maker in this league. And I kind of am curious to see how he, how his performance um, is affected by those two injuries that he's had. Yeah. That's what I have them eight. And just because of the reasons you said, you know, uh, health wise, I don't know how Clay's going to look coming back. Um, the, I don't know how, how much they're really going to rely on Moody and Kaminga, but you know, do you really like Otto Porter that much? I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like Curry alone will carry them along the season like he did last year, and they'll be seventh or eighth. But if you were to tell me they were the same thing, one through five, maybe two through five more realistic, I wouldn't be surprised at all just because if Clay can come back 80% healthy, they're a top team in the West, and they're going to contend for sure, without a doubt. And Draymond, we know how much of a step back he's been on offense, but, I mean, defensively, we know what he can do and even offensively playmaking wise, and he knows what to do, where to be. So, yeah, I mean, I have I just like you, the Warriors are at the bottom for me. But if they were to be somewhere in the top, in the middle, I'm not surprised at all. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then at a, I have Portland. Um, yeah. Obviously, Lillard's a beast. Um, he, this guy's not going to get the Blazers out of the playoffs. He's going to yeah. be up there. going to get them in at number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between them and the Warriors is always just really the depth. That's what I always look at. Wiggins is there. Not, I mean, Blazers don't have really nobody anymore, in my opinion. I know they got Gary Trent, Gary Trent Jr. and the boys, but <sighs> I'm, I'm picking them here just because I feel like they're kind of dropping. And I think it's Miller's time to leave, uh, to be quite honest, in Portland. But I think he's going to ride the ship another year and see how this, this team goes. But I think the, the departure of Melo really kind of hurt them a little bit. But I think. Melo getting them, like you said, they're relying on him to get points. I think they needed that. I think they needed another scorer. That's, so um, that's ridiculous that we're saying that in 2020, 2021. Yes. Like, yes. Old Melo needs to get you 20 to be relevant in the West. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a real believer in the Blazers. I just have them above the Warriors because of health. That's it. So mm-hmm. and then the yeah. bottom, I have Grizzlies and I have the Kings. I don't know how much of a surprise that is. It's yes. like no, I, 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 I have just, the Kings at nine. Yeah, okay. So I, I just feel like the Spurs are going to be bad this year. I mean, they, they don't have anybody, you know, no DeRozan this time to win them games. They don't have anybody. I feel like they're going to be a bottom team picking the lottery again. And, you know, we'll see what Josh Primo can bring to the table. But, yeah, Kings, I like Mitchell. I like Halliburton. I feel like Fox is going to want to, you know, elevate his game to say, hey, don't trade me. For Simmons or anybody like that, so um, yeah, I don't know about Bagley too. I don't, I don't know what we're gonna see with Bagley, but I just feel like those three guards alone will get them to a ninth, tenth spot, and 
the Grizzlies, John Morant. I mean, we saw what he did last year, so I feel like he's gonna bring them back to the playing game. And if they can upset, you know, a Warriors or a Blazers, don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I have uh, obviously the Kings. I'm a huge, you know me. I love Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. De'Aaron Fox. I think they have enough talent to sneak in. Um, and then, you know, who knows what they do after that. But I, I don't think – I think it's more just the bottom tier of the West. Really, there's not really many teams that can go out there and and really challenge the Kings for a spot. Maybe the Pelicans. Um, but that's really much it. I mean, the Grizzlies I have at 10 just because I I, I like John Morant. Um, I like that team. But I don't know. I'm just becoming – I'm slowly becoming a believer in the Kings. I don't know yeah. why. Um, but it's just it's just there. Maybe it's just because D. Aaron and Tyrese, I love them guys and Buddy Heal and them. So, yeah, that's that's really what I have. The nine and ten is those two. Yep, same. So uh, let's just get into an MVP. Who you got? Uh, obviously, Luca. Um, I think he was going to win MVP. Um, once the season ended last year, I was like, this is going to be the man that's going to take over MVP uh, next year and finally just cement his name into into NBA legacy and stuff like that. And I think this is the year he takes it. I think I think he's not fucking around this year. I think he's really going to just go out there and play his best, especially with Jason Kidd as his coach. I like Jason Kidd as a coach. I think he he's going to make any point guard better. And with him, I think Luca's just going to – if he thought he went off last year – Mm-hmm. Be ready. I think he's going to average a triple double this year, like Westbrook Whoa. did that one season. Okay, listen, <clears throat> I I got burnt last year with the Luca pick. I mean, like I said, he was out of shape, so you know, can't really put too much fault on anybody but myself for not really seeing that he he just came in with baby fat and what didn't take the he didn't really know when they were going to start. So oh well, but uh, I have Harden. Um, okay. I feel like, like you said, he's going to be the point guard. He's going to do, we see what he can do when he distributes and we know what he can do when he cooks. I just have a question for you. This new rule, who do you think it's going to affect more, Harden or Trey Young? Where you can't lean back, lean back into the shooter, the defender when you're shooting up and get that cheap foul like they always used to get. I think it's going to affect Trey Young more because Harden Mm -hmm. has this weird step back that no matter, like, if he fakes it or not, this man's going to always do that move and shoot the ball. Um, I think if you change the rule to where, like, somebody runs into your legs, I think it would affect Harden more. Mm -hmm. But I think more it's Trey Young being reliant on that move and and drawing the fouls. I think it's going to affect Trey a lot. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I've seen Harden um, complain about that a bit in the preseason, so I'm like, I wonder who it's going to affect more. But, I mean, this is pretty much the Trey Young rule. That's why they did it. I mean, he would always do that. So, But with all that being said, I just feel like Harden's going to, you know, not average a triple-double, but he's going to average a double-double. I'd say like 11, 12 assists, 25-plus points. I just feel like that's going to put him over the top to get the MVP. But, I mean, I have Giannis and Luka right behind him. Mm -hmm. So that would be my top three. Harden, Giannis, and Luca. Yeah, I have I have Luca and then Giannis. Um, I don't know if you've seen Giannis has developed a jump shot. Oh, that's what I was saying in the. That's what I was saying in the, the beginning. Scary, it, dude. His jumper is just—it's crispy, bro. It's smooth. That's all it's he's been so... missing, and it, he doesn't have to rely on it. That's the thing. He can just dominate you. He's the modern day Shaq. But if he needs to, hey, he'll pull up from three and splash it right in your face the way it's looking. So, yeah, that's why I have him second. 
The dude is nasty. I will tell you that. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I never, I, I, I didn't think Giannis was going to be even able to be in these talks anymore after winning a couple. Yeah. But man, this. Yeah, I'm not. Su- I'm not going to be surprised if he wins it at all. Yeah, just because of that. I mean, props to him though. Like he, he won the league. He won the shit, and he told himself, like, how can I improve? How can I make myself better? Mm-hmm. And, and keep this team relevant. And by all means, I was gonna write. I was gonna knock the Bucks off. Yeah. Um. Prior to his seeing his progress, I thought I was gonna. I was gonna say like, oh, the Bucks are gonna take a step back. They're gonna fall off a little bit. Uh. But that kind of my mind kind of changed seeing his his play and in the preseason. I was like, oh crap! Like, he made his team better. And now, I would definitely put them up there to compete and challenge uh, mm-hmm. the Nets in the East. So. That's my number two for MVP pick. Um, Steph Curry is my number three, um, mm. just because I think he's going to have a great year. And with Clay coming back in January, I think it's going to make him even better. So definitely going to put – yeah, so I, I think a lot of people are kind of knocking him off, but I you yeah. know, don't count him out just yet. Yeah, I just feel like thought with what the Nets are going to want to do with Harden and Steve Nash, I mean, we're going to see a lot of similarities with him and Steve Nash. Maybe not the – the crazy crossovers and pull up threes that Harden has in his bag, but still just the way he's going to run the offense. I feel like we're right. going to, we're going to like it better than how Kyrie was when he was the only point guard there. So uh, defensive player of the year, who you got? Mm. Defensive player of the year, boys. I'm going to go Bam Adebayo. Whoa. That's a shot in the dark. Okay. Explain. Dude, I need, I need to see it. I need to hear the dude's it. A stud. Okay. I mean, they, uh, did you not see that play he did against uh, uh, the trust Celtics? Me. Yeah, and I remember it was two years ago, but I mean, what has he done dude, now? That, or last year? That, I mean, like I told you, the Heat last year were just, they just needed a break. They did not take that big of an offseason. So mm. um, I think this year, like I'm telling you, man, I'm riding high on the Heat today, this year. I really yeah. am. No, so, me too. I agree with you. I but think defensive player think, of the uh, year. That's that's a little high, but I can see why you say that. Let me see the odds for that. Are you gonna put money on that? You're probably get decent value for that. Yeah, he's he's good. I mean, the dude is. The, I need to I need to look at those odds because. Oh, sorry. Um, no, yeah, the, the dude, the dude. Uh, I don't know. Like his, that's pretty much his game. It's just defense. Like you don't need to score on the heat you have butler you have them yeah. boys around you that can get you the points i think they really are going to rely on on bam to just be that defensive presence and that defensive force and i think he's really going to dwell and excel in that role um especially with eric Spolcher being his coach so um tell me what those odds are because i really yeah. am a big plus, fan of that one plus 1400 right now okay and who's the favorite in that go bear of course of course it's just i don't see very many people repeating rewards Repeats, i mean maybe you'll yeah. see it yeah like you see it tw- like two in a row but not three i don't i don't know i, have, I don't see that i have ad times. i have your boy ad um i, I just think they're gonna take it easy on yeah him. no um, i and i agree but i feel like for them to be a number one seed defense really has to matter and i feel like you know frank vogel and how he takes defense seriously so i feel like he's gonna i feel like ad's gonna take a step up and you know want to prove himself from last year and how he got hurt and all that stuff. I feel like he wants to come out here last year. Honestly, he should have won it, but you know, he got hurt and then 
Gobert won it because they didn't want to give it to Ben Simmons, you know, whatever. But I don't know how they can have Ben Simmons number two. I mean, we don't even know what team he's going to be on. I, I, just, <laughs> I agree. We, we just don't know. And I don't see him doing good the first yeah. couple months. In Giannis Philly. could be another so. one, too. I mean, we've seen him win MVP and defensive player of the year before. That's but true. I just, I don't, I think. I get what you're saying, I, though. But Bam's really there for defense. You know, he's the he's going to be in the roaming in the paint. He's going to be getting all these blocks. So I could see it. But I have AD just for just the simple fact of wanting to prove himself again. And I know he won the finals already, but I still feel like people want to talk down on him and say, well, it's because of LeBron, not because of you. And I feel like it's the other way around. If you're being, if I'm being no, honest. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, Gobert obviously is used for defensive purposes for the most part, and yeah. I like Ben Simmons, AD, all them. They're more offensive reliant. They they can play defense if they need to. Um, and I also put in a massive factoring in that like the Lakers are going to rest AD a lot. You know, mm-hmm. Go Gobert. He, he's a different story. I don't know about Gobert, but like Ben Simmons, like you said, he he might not even play for Philly, yeah. and who knows where he'll go there. So. I don't know. And Giannis, too. Like, Giannis will be playing every day, but I think his presence will be more on the offensive end this year, especially because he's trying to improve that jump shot, like as you can tell. So, I don't, I don't know. I'm picking I'm picking Bam there, but I wanted to tell you about Coach of the Year since we're talking about the Heat. I'm picking Spolster as Coach of the Year this year. See, I, th- I thought about that, too. But if, if um, I have the Suns at two, I'm going to have Monty Williams there. I feel like they have, I have to give it to him. Yeah, since I have Miami at three, I feel like with my predict with my standings, like predictions and stuff like that, um, with the Suns being six in my predictions and the Heat being three, I think it's just common sense you put them there yeah. because the Nets and, and the Bucks really top two teams. We were expecting them to be the top two teams, so I think the Coach of the Year thing is more for the guy who overachieves and mm-hmm. uh, and really kind of takes that team to the level nobody expected them to be. Um, so that's why I have Spolster here at three, because like I said earlier, nobody expects the Heat to be this high of a team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have Spolster right underneath because I have the Heat in the same spot and I feel the exact same way. And, you know, the fact that Tom Thibodeau won, and I understand the Knicks haven't been relevant in a bit, but I feel like that was more because he made the Knicks relevant, not because he was a coach of the year candidate. I I don't feel like he should have won it last year. That should have been Monty's award just because the Suns were second. And they really surpassed all expectations. And we we knew it, bro. Like, we knew CP3 and Monty Williams the second time around was going to be better than the first. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm, if he's – My number if, two. Oh, oh, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, if the same way you have it, like, I have them second in the West. I feel like they're going to get it – give it to him this time. So, but yeah, my number two, my, my number two is actually uh, Malone from the Nuggets, just because I have him being number one in the, in the, mm, the little conference. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people are kind of writing him off, but I mean, I, I have Malone there, at number at number two. So yeah, no, I could see that too. If he ends up, you know, how you say the number number one seed. So uh, let's see, most improved player. Who do you got? It's my guy, my guy from the Kings, Tyrese. Ooh, okay. Tyrese Halliburton, my guy. You know I'm a big believer in him. This dude played good last year. I think he should have gotten more votes for Rookie of the Year um, last year. Uh, but with that being said, I think he deserves his flowers um, just because nobody really gave him his flowers last year. I think he's going to um, 
heavily improve um, this year and, and kind of get some most improvement votes. And I think um, depending on how the Kings do, um, I, I will have them um, as the most improved player. Mm, okay. I can see that. Yeah. I have um, OG and Anobi. Okay. Um, I feel like because, you know, there's not really much in Toronto. I know they have Scotty Barnes and Van Vliet, but I feel like Ananobi for them to even have playoff contention, you know, if if Nurse isn't really throwing the season away, I feel like Ananobi really has to have a great year. And, you know, I know we don't have them in either of our rankings, but if it turns out Nurse and those boys can get it going, I mean, Ananobi to me has to be their best player along with Siakam. But I feel like I feel like Ananobi's going to have a good year, so that's why I have him as most improved player. What do you think about the Jordan Poole uh, hype going on? Do you believe it? Do you think it's going to happen? I'm not too sure, um, you know, where the, all this hype is coming from. My understanding it's going to be better this year, but to be most improved, I don't know about that. Yo. To just say Jordan, I'm not a big fan of that. That's just, that's just, I don't, I don't, not just there. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, you kind of cut out for a bit, but go ahead. No, yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm just going to shut that down real quick. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of that, the hype whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know what the hell people would think of it, but I just don't see it. What's, I don't, I don't, nobody has given me a reason to believe in it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get, I mean, if you want to say he's going to improve from last year, sure. But to win that award, I, I don't think so. Like, I don't see it. Exactly. Like, like you said, things have to happen. Like, the team needs to do better. And that's how you become a winner of this award is, like, your team overall has to do better as well. And I don't know. I just don't see yeah. it. Yeah. So. And uh, sixth man of the year. Uh, I You see, I was going to put Tyrese here, Halliburton. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing is, I don't know if he's starting or not. I don't know what the, their whole rotation yeah. looks like. I think they might put him and Buddy Hill and Fox all three at the starting lineup. Um, so I kind of backed away from that. So I'm going to go Patty Mills. Um, mm. I think that addition in Brooklyn, like you brought up earlier, is good. Um, and I think um, if James Harden, you know, they try to take, you know, take it easy on them in terms of health and kind of sit them out a little bit, you know, I think Patty Mills will, will excel and they're going to give him a bigger role um, in Brooklyn to kind of be that guy that, like, gets things going when, when – KD and Harden are on the bench. So yeah. I have Buddy Mills here. He's very underrated, really. Mm-hmm. Any team he's played for, he's always been great. So um for him to join Brooklyn, like you said, was a was a good piece for them. And um I think he'll be an excellent addition and, and kind of get things going from the bench for that team. Yeah, I mean, I the reason I didn't pick Patty Mills, I know he's high up there in terms of odds, but I, I just feel like he's gonna be starting a lot for this team. Um, mm-hmm. depending on what Nash wants to do. Like, yeah, you can have um, Harden run the offense, but you can stop Mills in the starting lineup. So I don't – I don't know. I just kind of stayed away as far as, you know, if Patty Mills is going to be a six-man or not. My guy is – I might have Malik Monk. Um, okay. You know, he's been good for the Hornets, really hasn't had opportunities, but I know he's not going to be starting for this Lakers team. But mm. I just feel like off the bench scoring, this, this is what the Lakers need, and – this guy can get you 20 to 30 points at times on a good night. So I'm going to have Malik Monk here. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, the Lakers overall, I really don't – the reason why I kind of stayed away from the Lakers in these awards is I just don't know what to expect. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of individual awards. Like, I know what they're going to do as a team. 
But really, I don't know what Vogel's going to want to do. Is he going to want to use AD a lot this season? Is he going to put Malik Monk in the in the rotation a lot? Is he going to mm-hmm. is he going to do you this like he has so many players on that team, the Lakers, that I really you can you can't go wrong with picking any of those players to to you know work around with or work with because that the whole team is just really can can play good any day and. That's why I kind of stayed away from it because I just don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what to expect from this team. Melo can go off and have a great game, great stretch of games, you know, and Malik Monk might be in the bench. So, I don't know. It's, it's just a lot – very hard to predict this Lakers team in terms of individuals. Yeah, I agree. But I, I just feel like the scoring that he's going to be able to get, I feel like he could win this award. But, I mean, I've seen, you know uh, – let me pull it up real quick. Jordan Clarkson again, Joe Ingles, Hero, Mills, Herder, Rose. I, I just feel like he's gonna. This award's gonna go to somebody that nobody's is expecting, and you know, sure. Monk or Mills is a good pick. So, uh, who do you have as your best record in the league? Best, best, best record, yeah. best record in the league. Um, you see, I was deciding. I couldn't pick between the Nuggets, um. Or the Nets, and I think I'm gonna go the Nets just because of their talent, dude. I think really they're gonna, they have so much good players that I think, like I said, man, I, Harden can sit out, Mills can play hard, KD can really carry you a couple victories, and vice versa. I think if KD's out, Harden can go out there and win you some games. Um, so I, I got the Nets as the best record in the league. Yeah, I have the Bucks just because I mean I already explained everything with the Bucks, but. Uh, I have the Bucks as the best, and uh, even though the Lakers are going to be first in the West, I still feel like the Nets are going to have the second best record. So it's either it's going to be one of those two. So okay, fair enough. I mean, also it helps as the East is I think far weaker than the West. That's also another factor into my decision. So the Nets will be playing the Magic, the the Raptors, the Wizards like more times than the Nuggets will. So that's another couple more victories under their belt. And your finals matchup, early finals matchup, who you got? Um, I'm definitely going to pick the the Lakers. Um, all biased aside, I think Vogel, Lakers, if Nets? you play – No, hold on. I'll get to that. Okay, okay, <laughs> I got okay. the Lakers in the West because I think all, all – like if Vogel plays his cards right, I think this team could, could really heat up in the playoffs. Especially like you said earlier, LeBron needs to sit out and rest a couple of games. Let Westbrook do his thing because really Westbrook can win you some games in the regular season. Yeah, exactly. So like, like really, I think if Bolo really does plays his cards right, finds the right rotations, he's going to want to use in the playoffs and not find that out late in the year. I think mm-hmm. the Lakers will get hot at the right time, and I think they will they will make the finals. I, it's kind of too, it's too good to be true for me. In my opinion, I think picking the Lakers is kind of the easy pick. And I was kind of looking somewhere. I was trying to find some surprise pick in the West for you in this podcast, but I just couldn't find anything. Like I know the Nuggets are number one in my book, but I just, I don't see, I don't believe in them really in the playoffs. Um, no, like I I've, I've never had, I've disappointed me. I, I kind of wanted to pick the Clippers. The Clippers have just been really just under the radar. I don't think that's, it could be good and bad. And then the, I think the Mavericks aren't ready. I think the Warriors are still missing a few pieces, you know, and then the Jazz never been a believer in them. The Suns last year being the Western Conference, I don't think they're going to repeat that same success. Um, so I, I, I went with the safe pick. I went with the Lakers. Nah, don't overthink it. This is the right team in the West to pick. Mm-hmm. That's mine as well. But who do you got out of the East if you're saying you're going to get to it? <laughs> I got the Bucks again. 
Um, yeah. I got the Bucks coming back. Just I know the Nets are the favorites. I know I got them number one. Um, but really, I'm telling you, like you, you brought it up, and I'm glad you brought up Giannis. His jump shot is gonna be a huge difference. I think the Nets scheme towards Giannis last season was like let him do whatever the fuck he wants, just don't let him in the paint. Um, and I think it his jump shot is gonna really change things. I think Steve Nash and them are, are going to be panicking over the defensive skins they're going to want to use because no one's going to know how to stop Giannis. Once he finds a jump shot, yep. really, there's no way, there's no real way to stop him. And I think only a few coaches can find a way, and I don't think Steve Nash is one of them. So um, this is why I feel like the Bucks will make the finals. Um, like I said, one of the few coaches can do it. Steve Nash is in it. Um, I think like just a handful can, and I'll name one to you right now. I think Spolstra could be a guy that can find a way to, to stop Giannis. Um, but I don't see the Heat even going that far. I can see them like making the three seed, but I feel like they will lose in the first round just because this team isn't that ready. Um, another coach that I've had in my Nick Nurse, but obviously the Raptors aren't going to make playoffs in my book. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't see anybody, any of these top quality East teams that are going to be facing the Bucks in the playoffs to stop him. That's why I have them going to the, to the finals. Lakers, Bucks for me. Yeah, people are going to think we talked about this before, but I have the same as well. I, I, I just feel like, like I said, if Kyrie was here, different story. All three of them on the floor, you can't stop them. You can't. And Bucks, like I said in the beginning, and like you said earlier, I mean, the, the jump shot, if he can maintain that and be 30, 40% from the three-point line, yeah, it, it's no contest in the East and – we're, I thought we were going to get this last year, just the way the season was looking. But, you know, we're, we're going to get it this year. Bucks, Lakers, and, um, you know, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a six or seven game series. If that happens, obviously, we'll revisit the playoffs when it's time to, you know, do our predictions. But um, that's pretty much it. I mean, we'll talk about the NBA throughout the season. We're still gonna, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do it, you know, with football, you know, I, that being every week so we'll, we'll talk about opening night once it's done and then we'll go from there but i don't know if you, you got else, who you bro. got who you got tomorrow night big big opening games at the bucks at the bucks tonight because you know we're recording it tonight uh and i got the at the lakers bro it's not it's not hard we got our, our <laughs> two the worries are not beating the lakers and I don't. I feel like the Nets are gonna want to, you know, come out swinging, but then the Bucks, it's their banner night, so I feel like they're gonna, they're gonna take care of business. Uh see, I got, I got Nets and Lakers. I think, like you, I mean, of course, Bucks, you know, banner night, very emotional night, but I think the Nets are gonna come out pissed off, especially KD with, with what happened last week to them in the playoffs. I think yeah. KD and and them boys are gonna make a statement coming into Milwaukee and kind of you know, beating them. And I think they're going to beat them by a lot, to be quite honest with you tomorrow or tonight. Maybe. So, I mean, it's um, not the first time we'll see a champion lose their opening night game. Of course, of course. Yeah, mm. that's that's why I really wanted to put, pick, pick the Bucks, but I just think KD is, is pissed and the entire team will happen. Yeah. They're going to make a statement. And, of course, the Lakers, I really don't see the Warriors beating them unless Curry goes off. That's the only re- way I can see the Warriors beating the Lakers if Curry goes for 50, which is very possible, but um, I don't think tomorrow or tonight will be the game they do it. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, that's it. So, we'll, yeah, the, we'll talk about these games when they're done, and you know, we'll figure out the schedule from here on out. But let's go. Let's the NBA's go. back, basketball. baby. It's back. <laughs> let's go. Fucking high school.
So yeah, that, that's, so, that wraps it up, boys and girls. Yeah, we were right. We'll see. I feel like that's a pretty good. Right? I mean, we basically have the same team, so I mean, it just depends how it yeah, seems. Yeah, just shuffling. Yep. But all right, make sure to follow our social media. Subscribe to Sports Inferno. Show some love to J and J, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. Stay safe. Peace. Stay blessed.